Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Right Sauces Only. Mayonnaise. I am your host, Turnpike. I'm Green. And today we're going to be discussing the top five best sauces. All right, start us off with number five, Green. Ketchup. At number five? Yeah, I'm going to be honest. If you were going to go to me for each of them, I was just going to keep saying ketchup because I'm not much of a... <laughs> Actually, no. Ketchup would be um, five, four, three, and two. And then High Ridge Adventure Sweet and Smoky Barbecue Sauce Ooh, would yeah, be number one. one. All right. Top five sauces according to... Okay. So it's five, ketchup. Five is ketchup. Four, ketchup. Four is ranch dressing. Ketchup. Three is ketchup. Uh, okay. Two is ketchup. Number no, number two is Big Mac sauce. No, number two is ketchup. Number one is um sweet and smoky high range. No, number one has sauce. to be ketchup. If we're talking about <laughs> the goat of sauces, ketchup is no far and away number one. Okay, I'm just saying I don't I'm so weird. I don't like barbecue sauce. That's disgusting. I love the sweet and smoky barbecue sauce from High Ridge. I don't like barbecue sauce. However, I do like barbecue sauce. I don't That's like any other what one. You just said. All the other ones I hate. You are that is literally the definition of right sides only. I hate barbecue sauce, but I like barbecue sauce sometimes. That, only no, only one time. Show up. Only one that time. That sums this show up so well. I like that sauce all the time. Wow. 150% of the time you like the sauce 100% of the time? No, no I like that sauce. 0% of the time I like the other barbecue sauces. <laughs> I love how there's I hate barbecue sauce. However, there's, there's one, this one barbecue there is sauce. There's this one barbecue, as foretold by prophecy, that actually makes green like barbecue. The Lord bless that sauce. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I mean, it's pretty good. I would. Well, I guess we have different. <laughs> I guess we have different opinions on what considered Lord blessed is. Oh, what about pre-blessed? <laughs> I about said, "Are you breathing?" But then the barbecue sauce is not breathing. I would no, hope. the barbecue sauce so. is not breathing. <laughs> It's Anyone's. pre-blessed food. What do you think about pre-blessed food? Pre-blessed? What you, you never seen that? No. You never seen the pre-blessed food commercial? No. Where it's an old Julian Smith uh, <laughs> skit, but it's pre-blessed food. So, so you don't have to pray over it? You don't have to pray over your <laughs> meal because someone else has already done they it. They already did it. Where, in they, the go in, where like, they go into like rest, like rest places and get all the food, and they bless all the food, and they put a sticker on it that says pre-blessed. So you can save time by buying pre-blessed food. Or double pre-blessed. Double pre-blessed. It's awesome. Double pre-blessed? It's double pre-blessed. They pray over it twice. Also, I think you can have different religions pray over your food. So if This you're, is if Muslim you're, pre-blessed. If you're Jewish, you can have kosher pre-blessed food. Anyway, this is Right Sites Only, the world's worst NASCAR podcast. That was a weird we talk intro. about food for three minutes. If you guys were doing and sometimes this- sometimes beavers. It's sometimes beavers. Beaver fact. They exist. All right, so- I figured let's just go ahead and get into whatever we're going to talk about. We haven't we haven't discussed what we're talking about. Usually before the show starts, we'll hang downstairs and we'll be like, hey, yeah, what if we talk about this, this, this? Today we just didn't. No, we listened to Bluegrass for music. a couple minutes. Yeah, we yeah. discussed music. And, and um, why his opinion is wrong. Fair enough. So, Well, we had a race last week, Sunday, whatever day that was. The day that there was a race. Sunday. It was at Darlington. <laughs> Darlington, the Southern 500. 500 miles of absolute pain. Pain? Oh, yeah, it was pain <laughs> for you, I guess. You were doing great till you weren't. My drivers I pick are always inventing new ways to lose the race. I love it. I'm having a great like, time over at here. At what point does this not become a coincidence? And I got worried. Because I, I picked Byron, so yeah. the beginning of the race, he was not moving. No, and I guess bad. it's just because you know who was at the, fr- was you know who was at the front of the pack? My guy. Denny Hamlin. You know who was the fastest and that's, car I was all so night? worried because, yes, I have a 200-point lead. A little more now. <laughs> Golly so it's like, on one hand, you've got room to mess up, Dylan. But on the other hand, um, a race is worth 90 points now. Yeah. So... It takes two races of you winning. Oh, they are double points. Aren't yeah, they? they're double points. That's true. So you're really... I just don't understand. It's terrible. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and get into whatever we want to talk about. Do you want to just go ahead and pick apart RSO picks? No. No? We'll I, wait. We'll, we'll wait. I, I don't want to talk about it. 
as I didn't want to last week. I'll pressure that on you later. Because we got to. And the week before. Actually, this is one of the few rare times where we were recording this much later than we usually do. Yeah, much later. So it's on a Friday. So the actual truck series race is happening as we speak. So is it? There is truck racing. It just started. We're seven laps into stage one. So currently, Nick Sanchez is leading, and I love Nick Sanchez. So. Are they racing at Kansas too? They are, I think. Are they? They have to be. Yeah, I don't know of anywhere else they'd be. Yeah, they're at Kansas. Everybody, it's a, it's a, it's a triple crown. Yeah, we got all. I want to go back Kansas. and watch the Milwaukee race. I heard good things about it. Did you watch it? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, I've started as as weird as this sounds. I've started not watching trucks like at all. Yeah. The racing isn't good. Yeah. Nobody I care about other than Carson Hosevar. I really like Carson Hosevar. But like I just the truck series, okay. So, I want to talk about this because some general forms of media are are kind of talking about this right now. I am no longer one of those people. Now, when I was get, getting into the sport, I definitely was one of these people that no matter what you were doing, I was going to watch. There are people like that. Where it doesn't matter what you're gonna do, I'm gonna watch. That's my thing. Some guy he only likes NASCAR. Doesn't matter where they're at, what they're doing, how good the product is, he's gonna watch. I have kind of fallen away from that, of just as much as possible all the time. So because I'm I'm trying to get back into doing other things I like. Yeah, you know. On Fridays now, there's Friday Night SmackDown, WWE. I really like WWE right now, so I'm watching that. You know, Saturdays, Sundays, there's Premier League, La Liga, all my soccer that I follow. So, of course, usually those don't, those won't conflict with race times at all, ever. Um, but, you know, college football's coming back, NFL's coming back. Tennessee so, is looking good. Right now, you have to like legitimately earn my 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 viewership. Yeah. Trucks is not earning my viewership. No. Fox doesn't care. I don't know why they still broadcast anything yeah, to be fair. I, I'm not a big the fan NBC of the NBC section of the schedule is always the best part of the schedule. And it's not honestly. even necessarily because the races are that much better. It's because the presentation of it is. How you present your product is so important and I hope that somebody will get that through their head. NASCAR is starting to get it. NASCAR is starting to get that if you present your product the same way you did in 2004, congratulations, you have a 20-year out-of-date product. Well, and I think I think seeing um, NASCAR take over the production of the Xfinity Series... That, I think that will be good. That's a big step there. Because I wonder if part of this whole Fox thing is kind of part of that idea. Maybe. Because how often are we complaining about broadcast? Every week almost. (laughs) Yeah, it's and it's not even like just a Fox or an NBC issue. It's a, like, I mean, the commercial situation. This takes the cost away from the TV companies, and NASCAR could push for less commercials. They can put it in writing. You're not allowed to show more than such commercials, you know? Yeah, and then they'll be like, well, we're not going to broadcast your product. Okay, we'll find somebody else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People will, they're, we're bringing in over two to four million viewers, depending on the race. Daytona 500 gets eight million. Somebody wants it. Somebody will show that. Somebody wants that many eyes on their channel. Well, about to say, you know, if Fox and people, they've got football coming back, you know, they make, they get a lot of viewership. That That is interesting. Else. Darlington was 10th. On the sports, yep, list behind nine college football games. Yep. Now it's also kickoff week, so everyone is wanting it. Right I was now. watching. Yeah. I was watching football, and I'm not a huge football fan. You know, um, I was watching Tennessee whoop some Virginia butt. Attaboy. But um, that but um. Anyways, um, we're but NASCAR taking taking over the production side of Xfinity. I would. I would be highly surprised if they're not potentially looking at an F1 style broadcast where it makes too much sense. Yeah, I mean that's they're F1's really good at presenting, you know? Like as much as I don't like their product and in all honest truth, their good presentation is not enough for me to want to watch it. I know their presentation is very good. Those commentators are on the edge of their seat, it sounds like, at the smallest little pin drop. 
the the difference in commentary mm-hmm. is ridiculous. And I think NBC is better than Fox with the commentary. I hate to say that because Mike Joy, I love that man, but yeah. NBC just if they could just trade Rick Allen for Alan Bestwick, that's golden in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the commentary is a big thing that for me, you know, I I'm a big fan of commentary. You know, that's one of my favorite parts of a broadcast. Yeah, and there's a difference between I always go back to the the difference between uh, I think Spa 2018 or was it 2019? I think it's 2018, where you had Sebastian Vettel making a move up a rouge, and you know, commentary sounds like they're about to explode. Yeah. Here comes Sebastian, and they're screaming. They're, like they've got a crowd shot. Like everything about that is exhilarating. And then I go back to that thing of Chase Elliott winning the Cup Series championship. They're like, you will using lessons learned from his father. Chase Elliott is a NASCAR Cup Series champ. It's like no one cares. Yeah. Because I don't think they do. I don't think anyone cares. Yeah. You know who cares? Dale Jr. cares. And I, I can say that about most aspects of this sport. Yeah. This sport, so many people, it's like, you ever look at somebody and like, how did you get that job? Who... <laughs> Who who did you get that job from? I don't know. It's it's interesting. I would love to see a world where the top line of motorsports is seen in a positive light with the bottom part of our motorsport. I wish that our, our motorsport was seen in a positive light in society as a whole. Well, I mean, that's that's we're, one we're thing. On but it. I feel like you've got to build a strong foundation before you try to grow out further because I mean how many times do we hear people not like NASCAR at local short tracks oh it's all the time it's very apparent it's all the time and I think one of the reasons and this is like it's it's stemmed back further than a couple years I promise you but in the last few years it has skyrocketed but stuff like the next gen car what similarities does it have to anything we see at a short track? Well, you could. What similarities do any of them have with anything? What do you mean? Like, if you're, are you talking about like what similarities a a local truck, like a track series car, would have versus the next gen? Yeah, it's nothing. Well, what it's did it have? What did it have in common with so. any of the other gens? I mean, you look back at the look older, at the COT versus any. Like, I know the like, COT like, is like, and that. And in my opinion, I think that is when this kind of yeah what grudge began. The, I think I think I, honestly, I I think this points puts points in your camp that the closest thing that we've had was the probably Gen Four. Yeah, because that's the that closest looks thing to like a, late a model. fancy late model. Mm-hmm. It's and that's I think that's amazing for the sport because if you are a casual fan and you're watching the cup cars race and then you show up at I'm not going to say Hickory because I don't want to give them the free airtime anymore. Ooh. But <laughs> if you show up at Tri-County Speedway and you see the late models line up, you may be that looks a little different, but that's the same thing, you know? That yeah. is the minor league of what I just watched on TV the other day, you know? And Obviously, that's not why the diehard short track guys are upset. You know, there's a lot more to it than that. But I think part of part of the issue was when the lower series and the upper series started having nothing to do with each other. You know, I think Winston stepping away from a lot of the short tracks did a lot for that. You know, it's just little things that kept adding up. And now the cars, the next gen car is nothing like short track racing at all. You're shifting at short track racing. You're got an underbody. You've got all this stuff. It's it's not anything like it, you know. Yeah, it's so. I'm one of those people that like, of course, I, like I'm generally new, but I don't know a lot about the technical side. That's always been your expertise, and, and I expertise I'm, is being pretty generous. I'm so like, it's one of those things that like I see everyone complaining about shifting. I'm like, I don't get it, but if y'all are mad, then it must not be good. So do you? I'll, I'll explain this because you're probably not the only one. Um, who kind of has that line of thinking. Because I like shifting. <laughs> yeah. When I drive my car, I like when it shifts. Well, here, here's the problem. You want as much off-throttle time as possible yeah. to lead to better that's the, passing. That's the skill gap. Yeah. 
Well, when you let's say you're going in, let's say Martinsville, because Martinsville is going to have a huge range there, mm-hmm. um, from going like 125, 127 down to 70 miles an hour. That's a big difference in RPMs. Difference yeah. in RPMs. If you mess up and you accidentally bog your motor down to 4,500 instead of 5,000, you've got to try and climb the way back up going in the straightaway. Well, now you don't have to. You just drop it down to fourth instead of fifth, and there's no penalty for oh, okay. So it missing the gap is, is fixing your mistake by exactly. Down. Okay. Okay. Yeah, does that make Fair sense? Enough. Yeah, that makes enough sense. Yeah, so that that's a lot of the issue there because that's oval racing is especially short oval racing is kind of about perfection. Is your mistakes add up? Well, it's it's a compound. It's yeah. not like oh, I missed like like in like in open wheel it's like hey i'm going through like like maggots and beckets and i screwed this line up now i'm off the track you know that's fine and it still will add up yeah but it's like the difference in i feel like open wheel is you goof and you're gone and then in short track it's like death by a thousand cuts yeah it's you're making up this little bit every time now i'm on him now i'm beside him now i'm passing so yeah and it's i mean it's one of those things like corner exit is crucial how you the faster you can get your wheel back to straight yes the corner exit is crucial but then if you mess up corner entry that messes up corner exit which then messes up your straightaway which mixes up your next corner entry which you've got to be paying real close attention to make sure you can get the next entry right so i think i think oval racing is a lot of like you're saying little compounding things when you mess up oh well that's going to mess this up and this up and this up yeah so Anyways, where were we going with that? You were just talking about shifting. We were talking about shifting local short tracks, the difference. What were we talking about before that? Why why did we get talking about local short tracks? We were talking about all sorts of stuff. We we've just been bouncing all over the place. Yeah, I'm sorry. So guys. let's just say, uh yeah, sure, we talked about what we were planning on talking about there. Let's go to something else. NASCAR production. We were talking about production and we ended up on yep. shifting. Lord help. It's late. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Anyway, so Folks, we were at Darlington, like we mentioned, and there was some racing that happened, and I don't even remember who won the other races. I don't either, because I didn't watch them. Uh, Denny Hamlin won the Xfinity race. Oh, yes, he did. I did see that. Yes, he did. I did watch a little bit of that. I lied. <laughs> I didn't watch any of that, actually. I was washing dishes, and the TV was behind me, I so I was kind of like... I was doing something, but what that was, I don't remember. So. But, yeah, Denny Hamlin about won both of them. Mm-hmm. Kevin Harvick got messed up on Sunday. <laughs> that just that was such an easy thing to miss, though. Like, you just had to keep rolling. You know, he would have been just fine, but they decided to pit the car. Which I guess the spotter thought they had it. Um, but it just sucks, you know, because he. There's no way he was gonna not go on pit road, you know. Like, there, there just literally yeah. was not a chance to make that decision. Um, also, Tyler Reddick being an idiot for making that move, trying to make it happen. That was... <laughs> what? I had Quinn Howe flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> okay, hold on. This is very important. This is breaking news. Breaking news right breaking now. Breaking news. Uh, Instagram has re-recommended to me the video of the... Uh, the beaver making the dam in the house. <laughs> so thank you all. Long time listeners, thank will, you all for your attention. <laughs> Long time listeners will um remember that. Anyways, um, yeah, Darlington. Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick had a real shot at winning that, and it really sucks that he got taken out that way. It's such a technical rule that was caused by the person who was trying to react to his strategy. Like, in all honest truth, I know it wasn't. But it's like, technically, that could have been on purpose. <laughs> Maybe. No, I'm kidding. But, um, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. So. You're you're really sprucing up the conversation. I don't here, know what bike. to talk. It's been so long that I don't remember much of anything. Wow. Except for the actual race because I was watching it on the way over to Tennessee. I was watching it in a Bucky's parking lot. I was watching it on the interstate. I, we still got to go to Bucky's. I was there. I have not been to Bucky's. It's, it's awesome. I had the chance to go to Bucky's. Uh, me and the wife were in the 
Sevierville area a couple months back now, I yeah, think. Yeah. And I said, nope, I, I'm going to wait for Wilson because Wilson has... Aren't you sweet? Wilson has said this is the this is what we have to do. We, so, I mean, I, then, w- I was over there on a, on a dude's trip over the weekend for a day. And that's where we stopped and... Uh, just to eat and get some snacks and stuff. Yeah, but well, <laughs> that's it for right sides only. Yeah. Gosh, there's some weeks where you come in here and it's like, dude, we got so much stuff to talk about. And then some weeks you come in here, it's like, you know what, there ain't a lot. Anyway, so let's this just is, let's just power right, let's, through it. Let's yeah, just power let's through it. Um, so I think this is one of the tracks where the next gen does not perform very well. And Darlington? I think, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of the next gens here. Kyle Larson won. Terrible race. Kyle, two out of ten. Literally. But, I, I'm to that point now. Yeah. Where there's there's certain people, we've talked about this, like you feel it with Truex. I now feel it with Larson. I was really enjoying Larson winning all the time. Now I don't. But anytime, Which is weird because he stopped winning all the time. Yeah, he's not winning all the it's time It's not anymore. like it's a, oh, it's another Larson win. It's, yeah. He's not winning very often. It's He only wins the races that I don't want him to win. Like, when yeah. he won at Nashville, cool. Like, all that stuff, that's awesome. But, yeah, when Larson or Hamlin, I'm trying to think of somebody else, Larson, Hamlin, those are really the two main ones. And I'm like, when those two win, I just don't care. Don't care. I mean, yeah. I need, I mean, I I liked Kyle Larson a lot. I loved seeing him win at Bristol. That was awesome. But, you know, I'm like, you know what? I really don't. <laughs> I really don't care. You know, I saw, so Fox, NASCAR on Fox posted um, a video from the ARCA race, and it's a fiery end in Kansas for Frankie Muniz. And I was expecting a huge fireball for Fox to recommend this to me. Let me guess, it wasn't. It's less than a regular fire. (laughs) So that was, I was like, oh, I found something to talk about. Nope, nope. Not, but um, so let's talk about some of the silly season. Yeah, that's something to talk about. News. <laughs> Why didn't we think of that? Yeah. So Denny Hamlin has signed his contract with Joe Gibbs. It's multi-year. Um, twenty-three eleven will remain a partner with Joe Gibbs. Um, I think that's a good move. I mean, was it in doubt? Like honestly, like legitimately. I mean, really? it it had to have at least been, there was at least bluffs being paid, played, you know? Denny had conversations with Ford. Those are real things that happened. But Bargaining chips, all that is. Yeah, and that could have been it. That could have been it. But they come to an agreement. Um, I think that's, that's good. I want to see Denny finish at Joe Gibbs. It would have been weird to see what the game plan would have been if 2311 couldn't figure out their deal. You know, would he drive for himself? Would he have to go get a new charter? Okay. Imagine this. Denny Hamlin can't race for Gibbs. He's like, well, I guess I'll drive one of the 2311 cars. But for some reason, he can't get a third charter. So he has to kick out one of the two guys that are there. Who does he kick out? The best driver or the popular driver? (laughs) Mm. I think he'd kick out Tyler. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Ain't it? I mean, Bubba just brings so much sponsorship. Yeah, he does. He. I also think that NASCAR Twitter would absolutely riot if you removed Bubba Wallace from that team. What if they did a swap? For what? Bubba got the eleven. Oh dear! Could you imagine that? <laughs> honestly, honestly, I think you'd probably do pretty good in JGR equipment, as most people would. But yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be interesting because I, I, I mean, if he's contracted obligated he'll be wherever his team is but be Bubba's always Bubba's always been a Toyota guy yeah except when he drove for Chevrolet that's the interesting thing I wonder if there's ever been like complications which I I know there has been because truck series faced it last year but it's like drivers are contracted with a team but are also contracted with a manufacturer, manufacturer. so then if Denny went to Ford and Bubba does have any contract ties with Toyota because he's not that driven would be a, any... That would be a thing between them. He's never driven anything else, I don't think. Well, Bubba? Yeah. Other than the, the the Chevy? 
at Richard Petty. Oh yeah, he did drive that. <laughs> you know the Chevy he drove I totally, for years. I know. I you totally remember those. All those right there, that massive the ones right case in front of my I have face. with all the bumper yes. die casts okay. in it. I had yeah. a blank. This is not turning into a good episode. <laughs> we are really proving our worth here. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, yeah. the closer Never I can mind. tell you about I'm this. Sorry. Is, he drove for KBM. He did. And then who did he drive for in Xfinity? Or did he? Wasn't like, I thought it was like, I thought it was almost like JD Motorsports or somebody. Oh, see, I don't in even know. In that six car. I think that was a Ford. <laughs> I don't really. Even, I don't even remember. <laughs> for whatever reason, I just blank, blacked out he all was a of Toyota that. Lifer? Yeah, for whatever reason, because he, he, he did do KBM. Ford. He did do KBM. I know that for a fact. And for whatever reason, I just forgot about his Richard Petty tenure. <laughs> That's sad. Let's see. What he? Who has he driven for? Yep. Yep. The. Uh, you don't need to fact check me. Bubba drove the who was this for? Oh, it was Roush. He drove he drove the Roush he six. Did drive for Roush. He's driven every manufacturer. He's driven every manufacturer. Do you think he drove the forty three when it was Pontiac? <laughs> uh, Lordy, I'm sorry guys. I'm tired. It's no almost wonder, no ten wonder o'clock. Nobody watches this podcast. Uh, anyway, well, no one can watch a podcast. No, no one listens to this podcast. I was about to say something. Oh yes, the closest thing I've got to that situation was a couple years ago when Alex Albon went to Williams. Yeah, Williams is a Mercedes aligned team. Yes, Alex Albon was a Red Bull driver, so they had all sorts of legal paperwork for set in the contract. Yeah, where. If you figure out any Mercedes secrets, you are by penalty of like death almost. <laughs> you will not, you will not share them, and it worked out fine. You and will he, be shot in the kneecap. And Alex is a very honest guy that wouldn't be a corporate espionage sort of guy. So, I, I wouldn't be. I would be. I would be committing corporate espionage. Keep that very open right now. For legal reasons, I am not committing corporate espionage. <laughs> I thought about it though. Oh wait, no! I still do stuff with parts. No, no for legal reasons. That, yes, that was in fact a joke. Oh no! <laughs> for legal reasons, that is the, all the stuff that we make is all non-single. I was about to say it's generic single source parts, but just for just for reasons. I was just yeah. going to say that anyway. Well, um, also John Hunter Nemechek announced his Cup Series plans. Love it. He's going to be okay. I've become a John Hunter fan i mean he's good him and ty and kyle bush are my guys (laughs) i'm a little worried that he's i mean the question is what is legacy going to be next year um probably mid (laughs) probably mid. i know i I know and that's what i'm kind of thinking because joe gibbs and 23 here's the thing the dynamic at toyota is going to be a little different than it has been in the past because the the alliance between 2311 and Joe Gibbs is a little bit less of an alliance, you know? Like they're they're almost the same team, you know? Joe is not going to run Denny out of business with the fees. So what does that mean for Legacy? Is Joe going to run Legacy into the ground with the fees? Is I mean, I guess they have nothing to do with Joe Gibbs racing technically. They're just signing with Toyota as one of their key partners, you know? What does that mean, kind of, in the full picture? Um, My prediction is that it's going to be very average. It's going to be... It's going to be like I think a it's first gonna be, team. Yeah. I think it's going to be better than this year by a tick. I mean, it's just a reset. I mean, they're hitting a reset. I think there'll be an average, like, 12 to... 15 or 16 car, you know? They'll be there, and they'll be in quote-unquote contention, but they're not going to go win a bunch of races. There's somebody that you could see sneak up into the top 10, top 5. Yeah, absolutely. Not absolutely dominating. Ty, I mean, Eric made the comparison to Ty Gibbs. About, yes. I think Probably that is there. a very good, very good benchmark, and um, be interested. I mean, John Hunter does have some cup experience. He's not a complete rookie. You know, but for all intents and purposes, I think he'll perform like a rookie. You know, um, 
who who else announced their cup plans next year? Harrison staying with the twenty one. Yes, Harrison staying with, staying with the twenty one. I really, I, I did not see a world where that would change right I now. I remember De Benedetto said, "I'm out of Rackley War, <laughs> W A R." Yeah, he said, "I'm Audi, uh, Audi, yeah. Howdy." Um, no, I was saying Audi like the car. Yeah, I know, but you oh. put a cowboy hat on it, and it's a Howdy. <laughs> Uh, low quality show as always. Um, <laughs> hey, no. So anyway, 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 anyway. So there is some there is some rumblings going around. Most of the, all your big players are staying set where they are. Um, yeah. Ryan Priest. I don't know if they've made a full confirmation on that. Um, it's I think it's more than likely that he stays in the forty one, but I cannot tell you for certain. I've gotten a breaking news text. Breaking news. This is not from a reliable source. I, it's totally from um, a mutual friend of ours, okay, who also does a podcast. Nice and writes for who does he write for? Back Sports Page. That sounds right. Kyle Larson earns an emotional win at Martinsville. Yeah, that's him. It's it's that's I think he that's who he writes for. All right. So this is from a mutual friend of ours who writes for the Back Sports Page. I don't know how in the loop he is, <laughs> but I, I think there's already been conversations of this. It sounds like North Wilkesboro is probably getting the spring Bristol date. Yes, I just saw a text about that as well. Yeah. And that sounds that sounds extremely plausible. Extra- extraordinarily plausible. Uh, I will be sad to miss a Bristol date. Yeah, because we're season ticket holders. But hey, you know, I feel like we need to do a little mini episode sometime, just throwing out our twenty twenty four schedule ideas. Twenty twenty four schedule ideas. Number one, we go to Hickory. Number two, we only go to Hickory. <laughs> Thirty eight weekends in Hickory. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Not that gonna would lie. be a that would be a true track. Maybe champion. then they would um. Renovate the bathrooms. Sorry for those technical difficulty, folks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, when that happens. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, no, I, I think it'd be cool to look at what we think next year could hold. Um, dude, you know what else I'm hearing slight rumbles about? Let's hear it. So, Auto Club is not going to have a date. The possibility of LA Clash points race. I'm telling you. I can see it happening. I can see a world where it happens. I think, I and I'm okay with it. Here's the thing, I'm totally okay with it. The way you do that is, you set qualifying times, you run heat races, the top 20 get in. Yep. And everyone, everyone races on Sunday. The races start at, I don't know, let's say 5, 6 o'clock. So you end at, end in prime time, you know? And you do a couple 40-lap heats, and you break it down to a 20-car main feature. And wherever you finished in your heats, if you didn't make the last, the A main, is your points position. Ta-da. It's just like how they determine the starting lineup for the Daytona 500 with the duels. That's how you your points get awarded. I'm okay with that. 100% okay with that. I think that we need to find a way to incorporate short track racing um, more. We just got to find a way to get the car to race good at that short track. So, um, do you have any repulsive thoughts of that? Not really. Yeah? I'm also one of those people that I think we've established, I don't care. I'm just, if it if it's fun to watch, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if, you, if you, if the people that make decisions think I will enjoy it, I will give every opportunity to enjoy it. Unlike some people that are anti whatever they're doing before it even starts. Chicago re- Chicago Street Race, I hope it fails. No, I'm going to watch it. I hope it does really well. And I hope they go back. Uh, I think they are. I think they put out a thing where you can go ahead and buy tickets. Really? That's yep. awesome. Yep. I would love to go. <laughs> I know that was a question. Nah, that was like, probably that honestly. It was probably a public question, not an inside yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a to the city of Chicago question, not a NASCAR question. Yeah. Probably honestly, I'm probably gonna go ahead and say it. Currently my front runner for race of the year. 
Oh yeah, it's very mm-hmm. good race. It was oh, I loved it. Very good that race. That was one of the few races where I'm actually sitting there like like you see these all these videos people like yelling at their TV. Like I was on the porch at our lake house watching it on my phone. And I was like, "Go Shane! Go Van Gisberg!" I was so excited. Oh, I'll never I'll never forget that moment. That was that was And here's so the thing, cool. I wouldn't have been upset if Justin Haley won either. Cuz he was your no, you picked Chase Elliott. No, I Justin. Would it not be cool to see Justin Haley out of nowhere beat no, everybody at a road it course? It wouldn't be. Why? Because he'd get into the playoffs. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That's why I'm anti that. I used to. I used to be awesome. Oh my gosh, Michael McDowell won the Daytona 500. That's so crazy. Now I'm like, that sucks. Because that's going to be a car that's not going to get into the playoffs. Michael McDowell is now running a playoff car. Now I don't care. Yeah, it's I hate when it's like Ricky Stenhouse won. Some Ricky Stenhouse doesn't belong in the playoffs. Schmuck from thirty second. Like if Corey LaJoy, if Corey LaJoy won Atlanta last year, burn the place to the ground. Like I'd be, I'm curious to see what happens to that team because they are. It's not fast, but they are slowly. They're it's they're slow burning their way. They are slowly picking up spot by spot. Keep in mind. It's impossible for every NASCAR team to get good all at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. that's not how this works. There they're is also, going to be a worse. Here's the thing: they're also about to add another really good driver to their um, team. Max so. Verstappen. No, I mean, huh? No. Do you know you not, know who I'm talking about, right? Did that, did that deal not get? <laughs> not <laughs> no, Matt Max did not get his deal with um, Spire Motorsports. Dang, they offered him twenty seven dollars, six McDonald's coupons, and a buy one get one free at Wendy's, and he didn't take it. Who has been sponsoring the 77? Sometimes it's Ferris, I know. Uh, sometimes it's... I was about to say, I'm going to be honest, I totally <laughs> do not know who's been sponsoring Ty Dillon. <laughs> I don't either. And by the way, it's been a poor financial decision because I don't know who on earth sponsored Ty Dillon. No, well, I think... Uh, unpopular opinion. I've talked about this before. I think sponsoring any race car is a poor financial decision. It is. Don't get me the wrong. The return on investment you get is minimal. Yeah. That's why all the big companies don't do it anymore. Yeah. Now we get weird one-offs. Like, I always think my favorite one is Xfinity with Colleague, where it's Da Bargain Bin, which is like literally like some local, like, <laughs> store. Yeah. <laughs> That's stupid name, Da Bargain Bin. Not the Da Da Bargain Bin. And there's like <laughs> little kid pirates on it. And it's like, that's terrible. <laughs> that's you. Sh- that's terrible. I, I am not gonna frequent your business because your <laughs> your marketing is terrible. I don't know. Maybe that um, he'll they'll have a reason to put a good sponsor on there <laughs> with Carson jumping in the car Ooh, next hopefully, year. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I I I think that's happening. Just that's just all but send confirmed. Him straight, right? Just rocket him over the Xfinity series because yeah. don't even bother that. Nope. I, I think it'd be fun to have him in the Cup Series. Like I, I know up. he's, I know he's cleaning up a little bit, but come no, on, tell me. I don't think, I, I don't think we should start making drivers clean their act up. I want to see him dive bombing Kyle Larson into Turn One on Lap One just to see what happens. I'm struggling over. I here. want Carson to do that illegal thing that Kyle Busch did, where you wait way back on the restart and you time it to where <laughs> the green flag goes. You're already at full speed. I want to see him do crap like that. Him versus Ty Gibbs in a dirty driving contest would be can't miss television. It would be pretty great. People don't get that. Like, <laughs> if Which you Ty, have Ty clean has had racing a remarkably is quiet season. Yeah, clean racing is boring. I want to see terrible, just bozo level driving. Not like Indy Road Course first year level driving. I'm talking about like just mega ultra aggressive. I'm wrecking both of us kind of driving. Yeah. Let's go. Ty Gibbs versus Sam Mayer, anyone? Ta- yes. Ty- okay. If you had a front three of Ty Gibbs, Sam Mayer, and Carson Hosevar, <laughs> and they were told, don't worry about it, just go get the win at no matter the cost, that would be all-time great moment. At the Charlotte Roval. <laughs> Maybe put Danger in there, too, because oh, Danger would go at it. Lord help. God, that'd be so awesome, dude. Anyways... Um, anything else silly season? I think that's kind of... Not that I care about. (laughs) Let's go ahead and get to the race. Anyway, we were at Darlington. I picked Denny Hamlin. He was by far the best... I made the correct pick until what happened happened. Uh, by far probably the best car of the night. Him, Tyler, But not loose wheel. 
Tyler Reddick were both very good. And then uh, they had a loose wheel, or didn't have a loose wheel, depending on who you ask. They did. So I went from uh, odds-on favorite to straight-up win the race to whatever he finished. He was laps down at the end. So uh, inventing new ways to lose here for uh, RSO picks. I don't know what else I can do other than my two picks wrecking each other and all that fun stuff. It just never ends. So... I picked William Byron, who was not doing well to begin with, um, was stuck back in the 20-somethings for a long time. Um, Finally came around in the closing stages of the race and came home with a fourth-place finish. He had a chance to like go up and get it if he could, but his car just was not... It was not as fast as hey, the Hey, who did ones. you pick to win the championship? Did you pick Hamlin? I picked Hamlin. So we both picked each other's... Oh, we did. So, in an odd way, it's kind of a draw. Because you're, I picked your championship pick. Yeah, but they're, he did, they're both going to make it out shut of this up. round. He did bad. And then you picked my championship pick, and my championship pick did good. We'll look at the playoff standings, but you're still in a good spot with Denny, though, I feel. Or I'm, I'm still in a good spot nah, with No, he's Denny. fine. He, he, he's good at the next couple tracks. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. But I finished fourth. Turnpike's pick, Denny Hamlin, finished 25th. I hate it. The score is now 876 to 634, which makes the lead, what is that, 200? Don't don't, don't tell us what it is. No one cares. 38? Shut up. No one cares what what the lead is. 242. No one cares what the lead is. That's rough. No one cares what the lead is. 242-point lead. Shut up. So let's go ahead, and just a reminder, let's kind of look to see how our playoff um, picks are going right now. Um, Can you pull up on the computer the current playoff standings? Can we just pull it up on my phone? So um, I might be in trouble with one of my round of 16 picks, though. Who you got? Uh, Michael McDowell is going to make it. Um, About that. <laughs> it's not looking good anymore. <laughs> I pick. Hold on. Let me see how mine are doing. So right now you have out Ricky Stenthouse, yep. Michael McDowell, yep. Ryan Blaney, no. Joey Logano. Uh, still. You're he's, looking okay. He's, he's good at this track. Let's see how I'm looking. I've he's got good at the next two tracks. Ricky Stenthouse. I, I feel good about that one. Wait. Oh, never mind. Yes, I did pick Ricky Stenhouse. Tyler Reddick. Um, that's not doing well. Um, Ryan Blaney. Okay. Though it's where's he at? He's in ninth. Ninth. So something can happen there. And Kevin Harvick, which actually was a good pick. It almost was a bad pick. Yeah. But um I'm not feeling so good about mine right now. This is where you beat me last this year. Is, There's a lot of this is this. the playoffs is the only place I do anything. Like, I was about to laugh if the first race back of the playoffs, Byron did terrible, uh, Denny Hamlin won, and then I started and that's getting, what it looked like for yeah. the first half of the race. I was so excited. I was like, this is how it started. This is how it started last year. <laughs> I started getting really good picks that actually not – okay, I've been making good picks. All my picks have been running up front. They've just had unfortunate events that have led to them going back to 30th. Yeah. That's- it's just a comedy of errors has led – me from having like four or five straight top fives to like four or five straight sub twentieths. Really? How is the forty five third oh how is the forty five third? Playoff points, I guess. Cause he, he wasn't that great. He's just got one win. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's got more points than Bush. Did he just do that much better? He Maybe did do really well this weekend. Yeah. He did do really well this weekend yeah. and with the points reset. He's only got three he's got three DNFs. Kyle Larson has six DNFs. Dear. That's rough. I think one of those is when I picked him. Yeah. <laughs> In all honesty, six of them are when you picked him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's buddy. the way it goes anymore. Kyle Bush with five. Truex only has one and Busher only has one DNF. Well, See who's who's got down here at the bottom. Who is the last charter? The last three charters. That'll be interesting. Go to that'll owner be points. A, that'll be a different. That'll, that'll be a different I want. Point. I just want to see owner standings. The last three. Char- oh well, hold on. Money team. <laughs> That's not it. The one thirty three. What? 
Richard Childress Racing 133. Maybe it's listed as 133, but that's got to be. It's just a 33 because they yeah, run that. That's weird. That's wild. Um, well, that didn't help me like yeah, I thought it was. Doesn't help I wanted to see the last three. Go back to the. That's driver standings. We'll figure that out later. Yeah, I'm just I just know that interested. Live fast or whatever is in danger. Yeah, live fast is in trouble. Honestly, I hope they take it from him. What did the '78 charter do before they had it? I was, don't remember whose charter was it. They Starcom. I thought. I thought that no the, Starcom went to Spire, didn't I thought it? Starcom was twenty three eleven. Hmm. Who was the hmm? Live fast, bought go fast. Oh, so that can't be good. <laughs> so wait, where did the 32 charter finish in 2020? No, they probably weren't within the last three. Because you've no. got you've got the Rick Ware. Because Corey LaJoy did actually fairly good that season. Yeah, so they probably have one more year to clean it up. Yeah. The, yeah, next year is going to be their gear. Honestly, I hope NASCAR takes it, and I hope NASCAR starts. Like, I would not be opposed to NASCAR to start taking charters. The as other authoritarian thing, as that sounds. The other thing about that is, though, they have the option. Mm-hmm. Will they? I don't think NASCAR could do it. I don't think they would be that guy. I don't know. It's. I don't think they could be that guy. I as much as I'd like them to. I know. I, I'm I'd be curious to know what um what Jim Francis's idea of it is. Because he doesn't want the charters to be permanent. Yeah. Oh, what if what if So that's what how if they get he is like, no, system. you've been going around at a hundred and two miles an hour for the last three years. What if that's how they got rid of the charter system? They just had like a hundred and fifty year long play where they would revoke charters and they would just take them and they wouldn't give them back. And they wouldn't sell them. So they would just start hoarding charters. It's like, okay, well, okay, we've got their charter. Well, you know, the the, the bottom three. The 38. Oh, man, the 38. You guys oh, oh no, we're the taking 43, your charter. The yeah. 41. They start, that's how they get rid of the charter system. They play out like a 150 lo- year long like long con to take all the charters back by being in the bottom three. <laughs> Because if you get down to, like, there's only three charters, then they're all bottom three. I'm a little nervous for what the end of the charter system looks like. That could be bad. It, it could that be very could, that bad. That could get messy real bad. <laughs> it's Well, it's like, hey, NASCAR, you got to figure it out. You're the one that brought this in here. It's your job to figure yeah. out what to do with it now. Well, anyways, let's go ahead and look at this coming weekend at Kansas Speedway. Kansas Speedway also... It's it's they always has a way of um breaking someone's back. Um sometimes figuratively, it's a very intense racetrack, but sometimes literally at Eric Almarola. Um they always seem to have very spectacular crashes. Yes. Yeah, Be interested to see how this race unfolds. Turnpike, you get the pick first because <laughs> cuz you're 300 points behind it feels like. I've lost all hope basically. <laughs> So, I saw I saw Garage Guy Chase say this, and I'm going to do it too. Every car has passed tech inspection so far, or did pass tech inspection, except for one. And I think it's because they are pushing that car to the absolute limit because they know this is their this is their spot. And who was that? Bubba Wallace. We'll see. So that's your pick. That'll be my pick. That was going to be my pick. Not going <laughs> to lie. Yeah, he's failed tech twice. Crew chief ejected. Crew member ejected. Oh, my gosh. All this stuff. I think they've got that car on the absolute limit of what is legal. <laughs> Apparently, it wasn't legal. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Hopefully, tomorrow it will be legal. He's going to like get sent to the rear and then get caught up in an accident that's not his fault. Shut up. <laughs> That would be so funny. <laughs> like every other week. Oh, uh, so I've got to come up with a new pick. Hmm. Um. Dang, I I really had a one track mind there. I'm gonna go for the low hanging fruit just because he's been doing super well recently. You sure about that? Yeah, Chris Busher. Maybe you should not. Why? 
because I want to be back in this game. Well, you wouldn't pick BJ McLeod. You, correct. Prove I, me wrong. I would not. Loser. No, I don't want to prove you wrong. That would be a stupid decision. Maybe, maybe when we leave to go to the race tomorrow, I just forget and leave you here. Jeff, he left me here. I ain't got <laughs> gas to get here. Get Sorry. there. Sorry, man. Sorry, my bad. All right, so our picks are locked in. Remember, we get double points. So, a lot of weight connected to this race. Turnpike, do we have anything else to discuss? Uh, probably. But, do we want to? I don't know. I mean, I really don't know what else. No, I think we just call... I think this has been such a mishmash episode that we it's just It's been say, so weird. I'm sorry, what? guys. Before we get going, I want to bring up something that we hold near and dear to our hearts, and that is the Southeast Super Truck Series. We're going to be racing up in Coburn, Virginia at the Lonesome Pine Motorsports Park. It's going to be a great time. I love that facility. Turnpike, we talked about how that facility just a lot of times is just so much better than the other one. It's just so cool. It looks amazing. It's just like a... It's like... It's an idea of Bristol on one side where it's just like a huge grandstand that just oversees everything. It looks so official. looks so, so awesome. Um, great racetrack. Great facility out there. It's going to be a great race. We got Southeast Super Trucks, the Southeast Limited Late Models. We also have Street Stocks Racing, Carolina Vintage. It's going to be a great time. Do, you, do we know? Let me look real quick. Do we have the classic stock cars back? That was a good good race last weekend okay we don't have the carolina um classic stock cars but we do have one one more thing and actually it's two more things oh dear we are doing twin features for the trucks and the limiteds twice the action two 30 lap features for each of those divisions with the vintage and the street stock spit in there in the middle of it it's going to be a great time at a great facility. We hope that you can make it out there. Um, you don't want to miss this night of racing. Be cool. We have some good stuff going on. It's an awesome track. Yeah, it's awesome track. And there's been a lot of momentum this season. Like, the car counts have been up. It's been cool to see more and more cars show up. Um, so, if you are in the um, Virginia area or... If you are willing to make a trek and you're listening to this early in the morning, I guess, now that I'm thinking about this, then come on down to Coburn, Virginia, and let's go watch some racing. Yeah, buddy. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be good. I've had to miss the last couple of Lonesome Pines, so I'm excited to be up there and get to be there for a full day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so be a good time. Show up or don't, but preferably be there. Well, is that going to be it for us today, Turnpike? I think it will be. All right. 